Hello and welcome to the World Fellows podcast. My name is Emma Skye and I'm director of the World Fellows program at Yale. My guest today is Sally Abi Khalil, a Lebanese humanitarian and development practitioner. Sally, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Emma. You are quite a pioneer, Sally. You are the country director of Oxfam in Lebanon, the first Lebanese woman to have that post. So how's it been? And what have been your greatest leadership challenges? And what are you most proud of? Great question. I've been country director for Oxfam in Lebanon um, for four years now. I'm in my fourth year. And it's been a roller coaster ride and quite a journey of self-discovery mainly um, and learning. Uh, this was my first uh, country director position, so the learning curve was quite steep, and I entered in quite a uh, complex context, both organizationally within Oxfam. Uh, a few years ago, you may recall, there was a big safeguarding crisis in Oxfam that sort of took the media world by storm, and Lebanon was one of the country offices that um, bared the brunt of that with several sort of audits to you know in, you know to check on um, on on our, our safeguarding policies um so so that was one large challenge i had to deal with uh, funding challenges a context in lebanon that was extremely challenging we have um, uh, several crises that we're responding to the syria refugee crisis one in four people in lebanon is a refugee um, we have the COVID response crisis um, that we, you know, we, we, we responded to earlier this year. Um, and we have the Beirut response, emergency res- uh, uh, response uh, in response to the, the August 4th blast um, of the Beirut port. And all of this within a context of deteriorating economic and financial situation of the country, increasing poverty, increasing unemployment among Lebanese and, and, and refugees um, as well, Syrian and Palestinian, and, and, and operational challenges. We have, you know, we've had a, a protest movement last year, which also came with, with, uh, with, with, uh, with, with challenges in, in operations and a banking crisis. So, so, you know, the biggest challenge was really learning how to, to, um, to manage uh, uh, really large crises, um, sometimes all at the same time and uh, you know keep steering the ship so to speak and the program in, in a strategic direction and and in you know to 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 be a leader where um I, that i can you know give team my team support and hope um and yet be you know honest about you know the challenges that we are facing and, and the crises um but to also you know keep motivating them and inspiring them when you know everyone is is, is going through so much um uh, at at the same time, um, so so you know really the, the the challenging part is 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 how do you manage so much at the same time? How do you keep um, your team motivated and inspired and 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 to keep sort of leading them in in a direction where we all feel like we're going and working towards um, something and and some form of change and and that we are making um, some um, some impact. Um, and to and 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 you know to 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 not doubt oneself and to learn how to trust um, uh, your instinct um, and and you know to trust that you that you know that you're making the right deci- the best decisions that you can make with the information you have at the time that 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 you make them. 
Um, so that's been my um, my sum up my journey and and my experience. <laughs> now you mentioned the Beirut blast on the fourth of August, when a massive amount of ammonium nitrate exploded in the port. Now over two hundred people were killed, and the devastation was immense. Where were you on that fateful day? I was uh, at home with my son. Uh, we live in uh, in uh, the Ashrafi neighborhood of Beirut, so it's it's about four kilometers from the blast site, so quite close. Um, and and uh, and it was hit very hard. Uh, our house was uh, severely damaged. Um, you know, luckily by some miracle, neither myself or my son um, were uh, hurt. Um, and, uh, and, 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 but, you know, it was really traumatizing to say the least and very scary. And, 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 you know, it's hard to also grapple with such an experience because we're the lucky ones. We get to say that we're lucky we survived. We're lucky we didn't get hurt. Um, that, you know, the, the, what we experienced was physical damage that we were also lucky to have resources to be able to, to, to rebuild and, 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 and to fix them. Um, but you know, a lot of people um, were not so lucky, um, and so it's really heartbreaking. But what, but what the the impact of that as well is 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 the loss of 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 our city, of of the city of of, of Beirut, um, you know, you, you, that the soul of the city and and the you know the city that you know I grew up in and 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 that you know I know is is it's it's not the same city and, 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 you know, something's been, um, I mean, something and, and souls have, have been lost. Um, and it's, it's very hard to, to, you know, even now after, um, um, a hundred days now, it's been over a hundred days since the blast. It's very hard to, to really put into words, um, that, that, that moment in time and that experience, sadly. Well, it's, you know, it's only, a year ago, that there was such optimism in Lebanon. Remember the young people taking to the streets, denouncing the ruling elite as corrupt, demanding not only the, you know, the fall of the regime, but they wanted an end to the sectarian political system. And we heard chants of revolution, revolution, leave, leave, all of them or all of you means all of you. Were you hopeful at the time? And what went wrong? Very hopeful. It was really a beautiful time. Um, the October 17 revolution um, and the months that came after it, 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 it was it, what can only be this described as a, a real people's movement, um, an organic response to, you know, enough is enough uh, um, of, of, of enough of the corruption, enough of, you know, policies that impoverishes people. Um, uh, um, enough of, of of the you know the political class that um, um, that have been ruling um, uh, well mainly since they've been ruling the entire post-war Lebanon but they were also militia leaders in in pre-war Lebanon um, and, and and you know want and, and people really came together um, very organically uh, from across the country um, from different you know from different socioeconomic backgrounds, um, educational backgrounds, 
um, demanding and requesting the same the, the same thing and chanting um, you know the same chants uh, um, and 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 really for the first time um, since in, in in my memory and 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 since you know um, post in post war Lebanon and 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 in all of the post we've had several protest movements as well where it really felt beautiful and ceremonial and 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 a, and a sort of a social movement of a coming together of a people for for the first time um you know i think uh you know i i, I don't think we can dismiss the what you know this this movement as as a failure um i think there's been quite a few successes um a year on that that you know we can um uh, highlight um you know mainly through uh, uh, elections of different syndicates and um, and um, student elections in universities. Uh, who, uh, um, in in the, the bar association in Beirut, um, uh, elected an independent lawyer that's very you know that was closely affiliated to the October Revolution. So that was a huge win, um, and he's gone on to defend um, a lot of the um, you know the protesters um, that have since been uh, detained by uh, by security forces. Um, the the elections at, at Lebanese universities um, are always a, a testament of, of what's to come in the next elections, and we've seen a huge win in uh, in several universities of independence um, that uh, that are linked to uh, also the October Revolution movements and 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 groups. Um, uh, we we you know we've, we the, the the we called on the, at the time of the government to resign. It did resign. Um, uh, there's been, you know, several several different pushes. Has this, you know, movement been able to 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 change the regime as you know it it, it, it was calling for? No, but it's important to recall that that the regime in Lebanon is extremely complex. It's very deep rooted, and and you're trying to to overthrow not one uh, leader, authoritarian or um, uh, leader or dictate dictator. You're actually Trying to uproot, um, uh, you know, over a dozen uh, different, uh, um, you know, leaders and authoritarian leaders or dictators because of the, um, you know, the confessional system that is Lebanon, and 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 it's no, you know, it's no easy uh, <laughs> feat by any by by any stretch of the imagination. But um, you know, I think uh, successes have been made. Um, and there, you know, there is effort to try and build on those successes. You know, uh, there is, you know, a lot of um, reflection on, to, you know, on whether uh, maybe it would have been wiser if, 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 if the movement had some form of structure or leadership, and maybe that's why, you know, maybe that maybe we would have been more successful. Um, should it have that? Um, but but there are now efforts of 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 you know of the different sort of groups that emerged from the the larger revolution and also from civil society groups that are supporting um to really try um and and come together and to think a little bit more strategically um on how we move ahead beyond being on the streets and protesting um on the streets well lebanon is one of the most unequal countries in the world and I think it's something like 10% of the population own over just about 70% of the country's wealth. Do you think that after COVID and after the blast, 
there is the possibility, the opportunity to build back better? Definitely, I think there is, and we have to create the opportunity. Uh, it's not going to be easy as long as we have the same political class that is there um, leading us. Um, and so, so this is why the, the revolution movement, um, you know, we have to keep it alive in some shape or form. And we need to look forward on how we strategize and how, how, how we come together, um, you know, specifically to be able to, to, to build back, back better by addressing the, the, the very severe and serious economic challenges and, and, and the Beirut blast. Um, uh, you know, we've, we've seen the, the, the response to the Beirut blast was also this beautiful expression of humanity um, of, of, of individuals and people and volunteers from across the country that really just came and, and, and cleaned up the people's houses and the streets and, and, and started to, to, to help people rebuild and, and, and raising money both with, from within Lebanon and, and, and from, from the diaspora and, 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 and outside of Lebanon. And all of this happened in the complete absence of, of the Lebanese government. Um, there was, you know, no response by the government, and it was really people who who, who drove um, the, the, this um, this response. Um, and what we're seeing now is these people forming collectives and coming together and starting to think about, okay, what you know, what do we need to protect, like heritage, for example, um, um, and 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 how do we build build back better? And they're pushing on this with international actors as well, such as the World Bank, who's, you know, um, uh, uh, is, is leading, um, led a, a large rapid um, um, uh, damage and needs assessment, um, and, you know, is, is going to be one of the key partners in any sort of um, reconstruction um, um, effort, um, should the money come in. Um, so really pushing on those international actors as well as other, U, uh, other UN actors. Um, and and on the donor community to to channel um, funds um, to to civil society groups, um, social enterprises, uh, volunteer groups, and organizations, and not through um, the government to you know to be able to build back better. But but you know this collective needs to come together, and there are efforts to bring it together so we can have one you know sort of comprehensive and cohesive. Um, uh, outlook to, to what does Build Back Better um, uh, uh, look like. Um, and for me, you know, I think what we mean, one great thing about um, my time uh, at the World's Fellows Program is, 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 uh, is learning about donut economics. Um, and, uh, and, and it just uh, completely opened up my mind um, to to think about you know how can how can this approach be adapted potentially to building back better in in Beirut and and you know to and, and so I, you know I'm excited to see you know how that can happen and to talk to different groups um, um, and stakeholders um, and think that uh, through. Well, you'll have to explain to our listeners what donut economics oh, is. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, I'll try. <laughs> Um, uh, So, uh, donut economics is a a concept uh, that um, uh, actually a former Oxfammer created 
the first the first time she created it was during her time at 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 Oxfam, and her name is Kate Raworth, and she wrote a book with the the name of Donut Economics, explaining this concept where you were looking at how can we um, uh, uh, really uh, live as 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 people and as as human beings um, within an ecosystem that uh, you know that is is good for us from a social justice perspective, um, but also within the limits and the means of of the earth and what the resources of the earth can give us. Um, and you know, while she is is you know she thought about this concept. Um, the figure that she drew, because she always thought that visualizing, you know, um, these concepts uh, has greater impact. The, the the figure that she drew was a donut, and that the sweet spot is actually um, uh, so the inner ring is 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 so is is what effectively has become the the the, the sustainable development goals, um, the 2030 agenda, and the outer ring is actually is is the limit the outer limits of of the Earth's resources, and the sweet spot. Is for us to remain in the middle of of this donut, so to not to not fall, you know, under the, the you know the goals of 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 you know political representation and um and uh, um and uh, and gender justice. Uh, I'm not I'm not using exactly her terminologies, but you know, food, health, and water, um uh, and whatnot, and the outer limits of climate change and biodiversity and 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 land. Conservation and and and, and other um, uh, key indicators, so to speak. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a great model, and this idea of the circular economy that we look after our planet and we live within our means, exactly. and we meet the basic needs of all humans. Exactly. So when you look to the future, what's your hope for Lebanon and for the Middle East? Um, my hope for Lebanon is to see the people of Lebanon thrive again um, and to, 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 to be hopeful again, to, to look at the future with hope um, and with certainty and that allows them to stay in their country and to invest in their country um, and to reverse the brain bit brain drain that's currently happening and sadly been happening for a number of years and has been exasperated since the summer and since the Beirut blast as well in the economic crisis. I'd like to see a, a, a governance system that really serves its people, that, that, that is, is, is there to, to, to serve the needs and the constituents, their constituents. And, and where we have you know, free and fair democratic elections, we have transparency, we have systems in place to tackle corruption, we have rule of law, all the things that we've, we've been fighting for and we've been you know, demanding for decades now. And my hope remains that we can achieve that. And we have, we have the tools in place, we have, um, uh, we have the, the the stamina and the energy, uh, and we just have to keep going. We we can't we can't give up basically to you know to, to build. We all, we all see Lebanon what it could be, um, and and we have to keep fighting for for that you know image of a, a free and fair and 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 just and, and open country um, that um, that that 
you know, where 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 people can live um, freely and with dignity and 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 you know with with respectable means as well. Uh, that's my hope, really. Well, Sally, let's hope and wish <laughs> that it comes true. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Emma.